Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, everyone. My name is Yemi Alade, a.k.a. Mama Africa. And I just spilled some tea. Hey, guys. Welcome to a brand new episode of Tea with Tea Pod, the only podcast that brings the tea Acidy Hot. And speaking about tea, this episode is proudly sponsored by my faves, Lipton. My guest today is arguably one of the most toured artists on the continent. She's a singer, songwriter, actress who's often referred to as Mama Africa. My guest today is Yemi Ibirichi Alade. Please a round of applause for my guests. The queen is in the building. Ha, <laughs> Ha, my queen. Bonjour, bonjour. Oui, oui. <laughs> bonjour. Okay, bonjour is bonjour, bonjour now. The... Yeah, bonjour is bonjour, oui. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. hello bonjour, bonjour, bonjour. Comment ça va? Bien. Ça va bien. Ça va bien. Ça va bien. Ça va bien. The French, because the last time I saw you was in Paris. In France, but so, yeah. And so it looks like nothing stuck. French is... <laughs> <laughs> I've tried. I'm going to yeah. take classes. Just, you just need a little more. Conversation helps. What? How can you converse when you don't even you don't even know the basics? Yeah, but that's the, those are just the basics. Bonjour, bonjour, which is hello, hello. But most people know it as good morning, good morning. Yeah. yeah. So bonjour, bonjour, good day, good day. 
comment ça va? That is, how are you? You say, ça va bien. Oh, Yemi, comment ça va? Ça va bien. Et vous? Bien. <laughs> You're almost there. You're halfway yeah, through. Please. Look, the beautiful thing about learning a language mm. is that don't be, don't be, forget about the shame. Forget about the possibility of sounding wrong silly or being silly. wrong. Yeah. Forget about it. Just do it. Let's yeah, me, laugh about this language for a long time. In my old days, I want to learn. Really. My dear, look, if it's about money, you're not going to learn now. Okay, I will. Actually. Yeah, yeah. The brain is very, very, find what excites you and learn it. I know. Oh my God, this is so exciting already. I love it. I love it. Welcome to the show, um, Yemi. I've been chasing you forever. I know that you're the, you're so busy. As I said at the beginning, you're one of the most taught artists on the continent right now. So I understand that you're busy. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Pleasure is all mine. Yes, yes, yes. Let's happy get into we finally it. made it happen. Yes. I'm happy. Um, so, you know, we know Yemi Alade, we know Mama Africa, we know Johnny Krona. I want to know who, who is a Birichi? Like, I'm sure that to the rest of your family... She's you boring, no? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I want to know <laughs> First her. First of all. Yeah. Um, a Birichi... I mean, Berechi, I'm the kind of person that really is a lover of the little things. I'm into details, the details of life itself, mm -hmm. the beauty in life, the joy in the little things. I'm a big foodie. Um, I love food. Mm -hmm. I, I wouldn't say I love to cook, but I like to experience new recipes and I like to um, enjoy new flavors without overpowering the original taste. I'm a food critic in my own way. It's hard to actually cook for me and I'll be pleased. I'm one of those people. Oh. Um, but in, in all, I am simple. But not so simple that the barest minimum is what I'll be dealing with. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much fine. Yeah, I, I, like, if... I like that Iberichi. I okay. really want to hang out with her. Okay. So, you go, you go sleep, wake up, sleep, wake up. That's all. So wait, how different is Iberichi from Miss Yemi? Like Yemi, the superstar? Yes. Yeah, is, is, is Yemi the alter ego? Is Iberichi the real person? And, Iberichi yeah. is 100% the real person. Um, The alter ego is definitely Yemi Alade on stage. Mm. When I'm not on stage, I'm my person. I'm who I am. On show day, from morning to night, you're talking to Yemi Alade. Because my head is already in the game. Um, I'm, I'm nervous. I am, I'm, I'm being nervous because I'm excited for what I'm about to experience. I'm nervous because I don't know the outcome. I'm also hopeful because I believe it will be fantastic. Yeah. So all these nerves and everything is, is just hitting me at the same time. And I will come off as a slightly different person. I will come off as a slightly different person. Mm, makes sense. But because you would think that at this level where you've literally been everywhere around the world, collaborated with the biggest of the biggest, had the biggest songs, you be you would you would think that you should be confident going on any stage at this know, point right? because you literally conquered everything. That's what they say. It's mm. not true. The same thing someone told me when I was still very up and coming. Person said, ah, when you finally blow, you go see now. Everything will change. You go relax. You go not go distress yourself. Now lie. Now lie. You think it's easy? Birds, they take flight. But I'm very sure there's a lot of work that goes into staying in flight. Uh, yeah, yeah, in yeah. flight mode is another mm. story. I mean, that, I'm sure that's why even when, um, if you study the, the way 
um, airplanes are piloted. Yeah. The actual work of the pilots is to Maintain. take off and to land. But the main work of, of being in the air, they left it to the engine and to the mechanics yeah. of everything because some things are not easily done with the human factor. Yeah. You need to make sure, you have need to cancel all error. And so I know, it's not easy, Sha, but um, yeah, we're here. You're here, you're doing it. Okay, so let's talk about family rights. Um, I know that you were born to an Igbo mom. Yes. And your father is Yoruba. Yes. I, I imagine what childhood was like, having that dynamic at home. Can you tell me about like childhood growing up? Well, growing up, I didn't know that there was a difference, first of all. Mm-hmm. I, was, I just had my mom, my dad. And we're one of those families where we had uncles and aunties living with us and cousins Mm -hmm. and people from the village too (laughs) (laughs) that are just related by village, but they're automatically our uncles and aunties. Exactly. My dad was that kind of person. So he had a lot of his family members and the house was a big house, you know. But um, I did not know that. I did not. I wasn't aware of the cultural differences until later. Especially when people start arguing if I'm Yoruba and Ibo, or Igbo. Mm-hmm. And they say, I just want to more Yoruba or more Igbo. Mm-hmm. And it's not said as a compliment. That's when I started noticing that oh, there's a That's difference yeah. in the cultures and the family that I'm born to is not very common, you know, to be Yoruba and Igbo yeah, at the same, same time. time. But one thing I did enjoy when I now realized that I was born to a multicultural family is the food. Of course, it's the food. Uh, you know, you get to eat the Igbo, the Igbo uh, delicacies mm-hmm. and also the Yoruba ones. And then the culture, the attires. Mm-hmm. And I think all these things, at the end of the day, inspired my love for all cultures. I'm in love with the beautiful colors of mm-hmm. our accessories, our outfits, our tribal marks. I mean, there's a story behind every stroke of genius in our tradition. Mm-hmm. And I think that really um, spurred me on to be the person I am today. That's amazing. But my dad was a retired commissioner of police. So, growing up with that man wasn't about <laughs> Yoruba or Igbo. <laughs> it was very disciplined? Very disciplined. I wasn't allowed to attend any parties. And I didn't know I wasn't allowed to attend any parties. <laughs> I didn't know. So, my mom, who is the yopi-yopi of the family, yeah. you know, she would go when there's a birthday party in school, like a celebrant, and everybody has been invited. She will take us to go buy the clothes, all the shoes and everything ready for the, the party. And I'm ready for this party. <laughs> On the day, the door is locked. Though. I don't wear cloth. I know if you go. I don't understand. Good luck, I, I, I am said his daughter is not going anywhere. He has told his wife that his daughter is not going anywhere. So I got used to it and I just didn't bother anymore. Oh, really? Um, yes, I just... Never went to any parties. But at some point, I was allowed to go for just this one party. And I danced. Hey, hey. <laughs> oh, the two way they and save. <laughs> I said, eh? So this is how they do not this party. Mm. I, eh? Look, I want best dancer now. I trust you. Of course I you was. Wait I, for your, your moment. I offloaded <laughs> generational trauma. <laughs> I love I'm it. happy my father was not there because I really put mm. him to shame that day. <laughs> you, know, you know the sky party where you could go and say, Who's speaking with that? Ah, I mean, we don't know that person. I danced into the night. You don't I understand. As a kid, I danced into the night, and then guess when I enter university, I continue. <laughs> like you know that thing where you when when you have been shielded and locked up oh, for a long time. Oh, it's not so good. And not finally enter university. 
hey, it's open season. No, my first year of university was dedicated to outing. Don't worry. I think I used to mark register. I swear I was a mess. <laughs> oh, yes. Because I, I, oh, I was yes. also locked up like that. So once I got into Unilag, I tasted freedom. Unilag. Same here. Unilag, yeah. That's Unilag is where the freedom starts. Like, <laughs> your parents know the, it's not a private school. You can go out the gates. 100%. And, it was, Yo, it was, it was I a, belonged a to the streets <laughs> <laughs> for that period of time. But then I got hired. I mean, yeah. it was too much too soon. Yeah. Too much, too soon. Okay, yeah, we I get into the club. I'm the kind of people that walk into the club and I will not sit down. Yeah. Until they say, Oh yeah, I'm gonna have to go. <laughs> <They're> like, <laughs> I go, eh, I go like, dance. Performance. I, for club, you get performance. I did perform, not per- <laughs> perform. Look. Iran Rasari. Iran Rasari. I remember one day in the club, right? So me and my friends and I had gone to the club. So one of my guys came from some not not Lagos, not yeah. Lagos. So you understand the culture of the club here. Gotcha. No more American baby won't go enjoy safe. So yes. I see as the drink enter body, the boy just they dance, they dance, they dance. Mm. I know Lagos is very uppity. Mm. You know? I said they dance. I'm my friend. Oh, the shit <laughs> like this. Where is he from? <laughs> I mean, I don't because myself, I don't need my friend don't need me. I don't need dance anyhow already. <laughs> I said, talk to him. He said, did they pay him to come and dance here? My body just I was like. I was like, but this is how we're supposed to be clubbing now. Like, it just made me feel so weird about it. Eh? I said, I look at the boy differently. But guess what, Yemi? He was the one having fun. We're not. <laughs> Did he just ask you if they paid him I to said, come and dance? He held the champagne. I was like, like what's your friend dancing like this? Did he pay him to come and dance? My friend, he danced. Sha. My friend, he danced all those choreography dance, all those one, two. <laughs> I beg. I like that type I like. I beg. Yeah, but that's the fun. Because I was trying to dance with him as well. But then it, it just showed how. Legoshan. Me, I'll choose who I'll be partying with from that point though. Mm-hmm. Eh, mm-hmm. no. Opity. No yeah. problem. We shall not blend. Yeah, do your day. Yes. I, yeah. When I really want to have fun, I will go with that guy. That one that is dancing like they paid him. Because that's the real fun. But okay, so I want to ask you when music started for you. Because for somebody who was shielded like you, right? Yeah. When did music finally start? Were you allowed to express yourself as much as, you know, because some parents, parents like your, your father would want you to focus on your studies because, yeah. yeah. That's a very serious man, yeah. Um, I think, as much as my dad didn't want me to engage in any extracurricular, I would say just parties. His mm. problem was parties, right? But in school, from primary to secondary school, they couldn't. As long as they sent me to school, I was allowed to. You know, school is not just about the academics. Yes, there's the Everything. other things, all the gymnastics, all the extracurricular, mm. extracurricular acti- activities mm-hmm. that are there as well. So, as long as I'm in school, I'm allowed to do everything that's on, uh, on the school grounds, right? Yes, yes. And so I indulged in every single one of them. I was in a math class. I was in the jet club. I was a brownie. I was a gym, uh, gymnast. Obviously, a singer. Uh, I did ballet. Uh, football, of course. Basketball. Um, I tried karate, but I tried a bit too late. I didn't know that I had it in me to be fighting. <laughs> a fighter. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Yes. And so I, I was everywhere in school. And as long as it did not affect my academic my academics they were fine with it so my dad never had a conversation with that because mm. in school you know even when you win something in the singing club or whatever they give you a prize right so like that's kind of something to be happy yeah. for a kid brings back a prize or maybe mm. he's top five in class mm. so as long as that was happening 
I was good to go. They noticed that it wasn't affecting my academics. Yeah. Um, and I was, you know, smart. good girl, you know, smart, yeah. good girl, mm-hmm. first daughter, ETC. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it was fine. It was fine for them. So I did involve myself in a lot of those activities in school as long as my academics were top. Yeah. But, but singing was the, the major activity. It was one of the major activities oh. in primary school. But in primary school, like all these activities I mentioned were all primary school activities. Yeah. I was everywhere. Too much energy. Energy yeah. bunny. Yeah. And when I went into secondary school, it became mostly drama and singing, basketball and football. Yeah. So schools, singing was not, never the focus. You know how some kids would would know. You're right. Singing was never the focus. Really? You were 100% right. That's what so I even at home, say. right, you're not the singing child. I was the singing child. I'm still the singing child. Yeah. I'm the bird you wish you could tie the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I don't sing as much these days and I really hate that for myself in terms of personally. Normally, when I maybe five years ago, I would wake up singing in the afternoon I'm singing. Mm. But these days when I get the opportunity to catch a melody on my own, I'm really happy. It puts a smile on my face because it just shows me that I'm still the same person on yeah. the inside. Yeah. Um, it's not about only singing for people. I should be able to sing my Enjoy heart to it. joy. Because to be sincere, sometimes if you try this, if you're in a bad mood, Tenisa, sing something. I always sing to God in Beautiful. a bad mood. Beautiful. Yes, no, not that type. Oh. This is your smile. You know, I've been star for church before. Okay, I just sing. No, what I mean is that, so when you're in a bad mood, mm. you start singing to God. Yes, that's my it. mom does it and that's a threat sometimes. Ah. <laughs> I start Where's singing. The bad singing? <laughs> I start reminding him who he is. Lord, I answer it by fire. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I don't get you warfare like that. Because <laughs> that no, was different. I, you know, I, I mean, just sing happy sing tunes. Sing to lift your spirit. Yes. Right? Yeah. And you see that it will just become your problem will be less intense mm-hmm. mentally. Because also for you, like singing has not become a business for you. Yes, sir. So sometimes it's work. All so, the but the days that you can find yourself alone, just chilling and not being pressured to perform to anybody, but just sing, yeah, must be really good. Yes, yes, it's always a, a refreshing feeling to just sing for the love of it. Yeah, to myself, for myself, just because I can, just because I feel like. So, but did you did you always know that you're gonna be? The MLAD. You know when children are very sure that I'm going to be a star when I'm when I'm 22. I'm going to have a record. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Were you so sure that this was a career path, or it was just a thing where this is one of my passions? I'm going to explore it and see where it takes me. It's crazy. It's a, it's a mix of of both. Um, it was always a passion, and I was very hopeful to see where it would lead me, where it would take me. Did I feel like I needed to drop everything I was doing in life and focus solely on music? No. Because I loved the idea of it, but I'm not sure I want I did not want it to be a career. I did not see it as a career. It was a big hobby, a hobby I was very invested in, but not a career. Hmm. If you had asked me 11, 12 years ago if I wanted to be a musician, I would not pick that as a career choice. I still wasn't into it, for real. As much as I was representing all my schools, as much as I was into a lot of music-related stuff, I just believed that, yes, so this hobby, I would do something with it, 
but I'm going to continue focusing on my academics like my parents want me to and that I as well as I think is good for me because yeah. I might need this to actually get a job. So you were going to get a job if you didn't work out? Yes, 100%. I was really looking at my options. So what changed? I want a talent show. Yes, speak talent show. Yes. Uh, hey, I've been a fan for, for the longest. Can you imagine? Okay, so I want to talk about Unilag. I want to talk about the talent show. I want to talk about a lot of things. But let's start from Unilag. Because you went you, you were in Unilag when you went for that show. Yes. I Tell was. me about your life in Unilag before the show. Before the show. And after the show. <clears throat> <laughs> My life in Unilag. As I said, I've always been a boring person. So, um, <laughs> so. apart from my 100 level that I was um, doing studies in nightlife. <laughs> Instead of <coughs> daytime, daytime. Why are you such a girl like that? You. I don't understand. It's I've just, never seen you on the streets. Like, I know. I've never. I know. But that, that first year, you I realized that to. I was going in. Mm. Oh, we're going out. I'm coming. Oh, I'm going out. I'm following you. Daddy, this is your, this is your fault. You locked me in for too it's, long. Yes, it's daddy that cost it. Daddy knows. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, what was the question? Your life in your life before. My life in your life before. My life in like before the talent show. I mean, young girl trying to make it through life. Um, at that point in my life, my dad had lost his job. Um, I say lost his job, even though he was a policeman, he was retired. Yeah. Um. Prematurely. Right. For reasons not disclosed. Okay. That can happen when you're a government worker. Right. And even in some private uh, institutions, that can happen. So that mm. happened and that hit us hard. Mm. And my mom was working way in over her, her head. Her, way over her head to take care of um, everyone and lift. Because my dad was the one doing everything and all of a sudden, boom, yeah. the dynamics of it's life changed. just moved. Just to lifestyle? Yo. Mm. And so... I was just this young girl with little or nothing trying to make something from this world that has nothing to offer her. <laughs> Literally. Like, the day that I realized, yo, because if you're the child of a commissioner or police, it means there's convoys yes. outside your door morning to night. It means you sneeze and there are rooms full of... Um, um, armed men. You know yeah. that part. There, when it literally. comes to food and everything that you need, we had rooms full with commodities. I mean, yeah, bags and bags and bags of rice. We had an animal farm. I mean, literally, the house itself, the boys' quarter, is the equivalent of a five-bedroom um, apartment. Mm. Do you want to talk about the house? So, like, the life was big. It was lavish. We lacked nothing. And all of a sudden, flat on the floor, nose in the sound. How about... Hand. Look, it was... I had to look in the mirror because, you know, as a shielded child, uh, someone who is very much in her head, <laughs> I had to look myself in the mirror and say, and me, in this life, you have to be realistic. At mm. this point in time, yes, you were this, you were that, you were so so and so. Now you are nothing, you are nobody. You have to get up, get out, and be somebody. And that involves talking to people you've never met, talking to people who might not want to talk to you, being in spaces that might make you uncomfortable, doing things 
that might make you uncomfortable but will not um change who you re- change who you yeah are. change who you are or take away your integrity yeah and with that pep talk my life changed because i started i embraced my reality and that was ground zero so and the so, only way was up so but, but you mean you know how powerful this conversation you're having right now for a young girl at that time mm. to have because even as an adult to have that conversation is a very powerful it's thing. scary it was i was confused because I wanted to move, but I couldn't move because I'm afraid. I'm not used to having to do things for myself. Yes, yes. But I knew that the hunger where they come because it's Gary <laughs> where they soak. You know, too much. No, stop. <laughs> but 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 how how much did your life change instantly? Because but as a commissioner of police, even if they let you go, anything happens, right? I mean, you still have your tentacles in different spaces. You're right. You know, You're right. You want... My dad was Father Abraham, taking care of oh, everybody. Yeah, I know that. One second of all. My dad was the gem that you probably would go generations before you find in any police force. Yeah. I mean, the kind of guy that takes no bribe. We've had brand new cars sent to the house that he sent back out. He doesn't take... And I'm 100% sure that that's one of the reasons why well, he yeah. was prematurely retired because yeah. he was into no legit, yeah. only legit... Um, uh, anything about him was legit. He didn't yeah. do any hanky-panky. He he may, tried to live his life within his wages. And that was just a couple of people. Even the commodities I'm saying that food, the house, it's Christmas. Oh, mm. will you say no to Christmas gifts? Yeah. You take, and if he says no, my mother, when he goes, my mother will say, beg- bring it. <laughs> bring it. She go collect her. <laughs> we need rice it's in part the of house. The job. Come, it's part of it, you know? And the good part is that sometimes we even used to give the rice out because it was a lot. It was mm. too much. I mean, too much things. I should have opened rice business. By now, you would have... Omo, I would have been Gucci. I love it. Yeah. But yeah, otherwise, it was, it was a, it's a hustle. Still is. Okay. So, so that happened and you had to face your life. So going into you, like, you're smarter, right? So mm. you had to be the girl that would say, you know, what's next for me? How am I going to work to ensure that we don't really exactly suffer? But also, that's a lot of burden on a young girl, even though you're the first child. Yeah. You're the first child, right? Yes. So you see that there's a lot of burden on you mm-hmm. and you're probably in your teens as well. Mm-hmm. I, the, the, my mom is such a hardworking woman that she did everything that she could to make sure that we did not feel the pressure. I mean, when she had, when she made some money, she would make sure that we still went to the top designer um, stores where she normally would shop clothes for us. I mean, my mom will have Close to one very small money, and she still take us to rough and tumble. Mm. She take us to Wranglers, and we not get money. I want to finish. We enter taxi. We go, we go. <laughs> she, she she just had a dream. She had she just believed that her kids must get what she did not get, and mm. no no amount of of um attack from the devil will steal that dream of hers. It was a dream, and she held on to it, mm. and every opportunity that she found herself she always strived for the best for her kids we attended British schools this woman did that that's her and that's why I, that's why I picked up French as well oh yeah. you see why it's good to oui, invest oui. in your kids exactly she said that there was a day during the period some things were about to go left 
that day, she was driving back home, I think from picking us from school or something. And then she saw a big billboard somewhere in Ikeja Jiari. And it said, where is the inheritance of the children? My man will sleep after that day. <laughs> <laughs> where are my children's inheritance? Hey, I must move. She could not sleep. And that haunted her. And I think God really found a way to reach out to her and speak to her. And she decided that the inheritance she would give us if she couldn't provide um, um, land Lifestyle, masses yeah. or, mm. or properties and, you know, all that lao lao life, she would give us, she would make sure that we inherited the quality of life and standard that would be the bedrock for the biggest and best versions of ourselves. Mm. She invested in the human side of us. I mean, the biggest investment in the world Education. is human investment. Yeah. Human investment. When yeah. you invest in a person, someone who is willing and ready to 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 be a multiplier. Mm-hmm. Oof. And I can I can freely say that you you are the multiplier. You are. I accept you've it. Shown in your career over time, you just keep wowing us. Uh, so, but. Give me my pick, my pick talent story. I need, right. I need my pick talent. Told story. me what you want to hear. Yeah. So how did that happen? Because that's the first time I ever saw you on TV. Yeah. Like, how did you make it into that competition? I don't even know how I. I had no plans of going because I had done one small competition in Unilag, where in the beginning they told me that I lacked confidence and I needed to work on that so that I could make it to the finals. Yeah. The finals came and they told me, well, it would have been you, but you're overconfident. Ah. In 24 hours, <laughs> I moved from no confidence to overconfidence. I, I swore for everybody there in my mind. Yes, because me, how old? I finished. I think I finished university maybe when I was 17. No, 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 no. I must have been no. I, I got. I won the talent show when I was 19, 20. So I finished university at 2021. 20, yeah, that's how old I was. So. When I did that talent show in particular, I was probably 19. Yeah. I'm a young girl and I'm trying to try this talent thing. You put 10 me 24 hours. I don't have confidence. I, don't I like go confidence. and stand for a mirror. I dance at Jasko. <laughs> I dance Michael Jackson. I dance Shakira. Do a little kumba. I get my things together. I knock one time. I'm overconfident. So you put everything on the stage. I said, Shege, all of you, I'm never doing this thing again. Because <laughs> I was confused. Yeah. I didn't know. I didn't understand my bearing. Mm. So it's really a surprise to to anyone who knows that back-end story that I still went ahead to do Peak Talent Show. But turns out that I did not want to participate, like I said, in any talent show whatsoever. But a friend of mine went online during the period that there was some kind of strike in LAG. Um, the one strike that actually happened because <laughs> uh, it was a nationwide strike. Yeah. And she filled the form and said, you must go, you must go, you must go. I had nothing doing. I don't like being idle. And so I... So what's the worst that will happen? Make I go see what's in there happen. You know, uh, many things happened that day, even just for the auditions that would have deterred me from even sticking around. But I stuck around because like I said, there was nothing else to to do. do. So I stayed on that queue. I made it through the auditions. I remember when I see the playback of the audition, my voice was shaking. Shaking like a, you know, when you stand in front of fan and you're singing, <laughs> it was terrible, it was bad. Um, but what's her name? Um, oh, this female rapper, Weird MC, yeah, she was so kind to me. She was one of the judges, right? Yes, yeah. she saw something and said I should 
that she can hear my nerves, but she believes that there is a voice in me. And I really thank God for positioning her that day because when I watched my auditions, it was terrible. Mm. I would not select me if I were a judge, but she heard something and that means she has an ear for greatness. Mm. And yeah, that's how I went to the Peak Talent show. <laughs> we auditioned at um, Police College, Police College Grounds in Ikeja, GRE. Mm. And it was a nationwide competition. So we're talking about millions. You know, Nigerians are too talented. Yeah. Millions of people turning up. Um, and somehow I made it to top 120. I, I still found it as a big joke. Did it I help just, your confidence? Because this was you who had who'd had no confidence. Yes. Actually, it helped my confidence a little. I was surprised, but I still wasn't moved. I mean, I was ready to go home. That's my mentality. Me wanna do, make I go. Wow. Then the one that now bust my medulla oblongata is when um we got to top sixty, and you know how it is because you're singing so many songs and you meet new people. You guys start talking about the songs and trying to choose songs. The person in front of me had his own song. Next thing he went on stage, he started singing my own song. And we have 20 seconds each to be on that stage. What will I sing? Did he know that you were supposed to sing that song? Of course. So he stole it from you. Yes, maybe he heard where I sang and decided that (laughs) if he sings it, he will pass me. He abandoned his own and I don't know his song. I went to go and sing my own. See, in this life, be careful who you tell your moves. Your truth. Some people will either try to block it, counteract it, or just be in your way in general. Spoil your moves. That was an early lesson in life. You know what? Eh? I was shocked. 20 seconds. I didn't, 20 seconds is not enough to recover. I'm sure when you went up, you're like this. Do you know what I did? <laughs> I was now. The crowd was really saying, because there was a crowd. It was a free crowd, obviously. Mm-hmm. And they were like, ah, ah, what's this one? What's doing this one? Like, there's some people that, you know, area, there some areas were there. Yeah. And they're like, ah, really? They're already giving me that vibe. Me, I'm already f- afraid. <laughs> what I did? I sang the same song again. <laughs> <laughs> like, after him. You know the terrible thing about music? One of the thing actually about music is that the element of surprise is a big deal. Yeah. The fact that someone had just sang that song and I was going up 20 seconds after him to sing the song again, it just kind of gives the impression that I'm on un- I'm unprepared and unserious. First yeah. of all, like I know get here. You know you're waiting the guy don't sing. Because nobody knows the back, sing back end though? story. He sang Sha. Mm-hmm. Not the way I would. But have. it was your song. So. It was mine. Mm-hmm. Oh. So, and then I went on stage, I sang the song, and then Red MC again caught me short. She's like, no, 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 no. Wait, is it that you did not hear that someone had sang that song? I, I was trying to say, he took my, my he took my, but well, my tongue was tied. <laughs> I never see this kind of thing in my whole life. And everything was happening at the same time. Hmm. And she did something that no one did all through that night. She gave me another opportunity to pick another song, which I did. And I made it to top 25. What song was that? I don't remember. No, I think it was um, Natasha Bednifin. Mm, I'm trying to think. Which is a popular song from her. It's one of the two. It's a, Feel the rain on your skin. No one else can feel it for you. Only you can let it in. Yeah, me the singer. No one else. Yeah. Uh, I have a bit of snot for you. Could have sounded better, <laughs> but yes, I think I think that was one of the songs yeah. or one of the ones that is really um, exciting to the ears. But it was a Natasha song. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and I sang it and I made it to top 25. And he said, okay, you're about to be camped with other people, with other 25 people from other 20 states of Nigeria. See me thinking, I'm telling you. And that is where competition starts. Me, trust me, I'm still on serious now. Mm-hmm. I've made it this far. Now, hearing people that can't sing, you know, what I used to run. Yeah. Like you said, both. I'm not the kind of singer that does yeah. runs just like that. I'm not a running singer. Yeah. I'm more of uh, impact and technique. Focal dexterity. Yes, a few vibrato here mm-hmm. and there. But people were running. Ah! So, did you feel intimidated? That's why ah, people didn't sing for you. They fear they catch me. <laughs> It was like I moved from boiling kettle to boiling pots. I was seeing bottom pots there. But it was because I was ready to go, nothing surprised me. <laughs> so you were just like, anything will happen, will happen. Yes. I was ready to go. I did not think that I would be able to, you know, mm-hmm. um, stand up to the occasion, you know. But as we were in the house and we were picking songs, you know, it's a. Uh, I, I continued moving on from one stage to another. Then I made it to top six. And ah. I was still asking myself, why am I still here? When I got to top six, that is when the calabash broke. I stopped eating. I had now gotten to, I had now become a nervous wreck. I didn't have appetite. Because the lodge does, we had buffets morning and afternoon. I could not eat. I was so afraid that my tummy had twisted. That is how afraid of the of the possible future I was. And still very confused because how am I yes. still here? Mm-hmm. And look at these champions I'm against. And they're putting me on stages in front of so many people that I don't know. Me, that I'm an inside person. Mm-hmm. It was so much at the same time. We sang our songs for sound check. And during the sound check, they allowed some of the coaches who were going to um, judge over us, they allowed them to listen and watch our sound check in case they wanted to give us some tips. Um, tips. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think uh, Jude and Paul of Peace Square, they were there. Mm-hmm. They're one of my biggest idols. Huh. Do you know what this girl did? I chose um, two songs, uh, Beyonce, Sweet Dreams, and uh, one of her other songs. Listen. I sang everything from beginning to end off-key. I did not even, when I was singing off-key, I did not even Mm. try to retrace and get back to her. I stayed off-key from beginning to end. And that is a day before the finals. And you didn't know that you were off-key? I knew my brain was not clicking. It could not change. I was just in go mode. How nervous were you? Though? Ah, tried drinking five, uh, like a Red Bull energy drink or something like that. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that I was on that because I don't drink. Yeah, um, I don't drink that. But if you took that, that is how shook. That's how shook I was, and so. I sang that off-key and I knew that finally now I'm at the point where I want to disgrace myself. Yeah. So I stayed crying. <laughs> <laughs> I cried, cried, cried to the extent that the organizers found them this square to come to my room and 
come and console me and tell me one or two things. Mm. I say, Yemi, you have a good voice. Just put your head in the game. This kind of crying, nobody will help you. It will not help you. Nobody will pity you. There are so many people that want to take your spot too. Just, if you make mistake, just correct yourself. It's normal, it's normal. Uh-uh, it's normal, it's normal. They left. See advice, so. See what I go do. I finally got myself together. And um, I did my performance. And when they were about to announce the winner, because there was this guy, tall, fine. He could sing for days. All the girls, if he just sticks out his tongue, even while singing, <laughs> everything he did, they would clap. And he knew how to dress. So everything was just cha-cha-cha-cha-cha. He's already to say a big... I, I, I was congratulating him already, you know. He's telling him he has won. He should not worry. He has won. He has won. He has won. He has won. We went on stage and time time for the for the organizers to announce the winner. And they said, winner is... Look at me. I'm just looking at the floor. <laughs> Call this thing, the... I go. I know that feeling. Yemi, Alade. I'm still looking at the floor. <laughs> Yemi, Alade. So did click on the first it call? It did not click. Me, I've gone home. <laughs> it Yo. did not click it did not click and then you know eventually when I heard that my dad was also in the audience that day and my uh, half brothers as well they mm. were in the audience that day mm. and it was more than anything I would say that that platform did two things for me it's I'm happy that it made my family See. come out physically to support me mm-hmm. that was a moment that I was will never take for granted. I mean, before my dad passed, that was mm-hmm. like the one time he got to see me on stage in person. And as for me, myself, I think that that platform just exposed me to everything a musician would encounter in this journey to mm-hmm. success. It happened too quick, mm-hmm. all at the same time. Mm-hmm. But my oh my... I think if I didn't go through that, I probably would not be a musician today. It sparked something in you. It did. And the minute I won, I realized this hobby can be a career. And that is where it changed. Hallelujah. Of course, money is involved. Yeah. (laughs) So you want some money. You you want a car as well. No car. I did a maiden edition, so I had no car. It was the second edition that they did that the winner had a car. Of course, I swore for all of them (laughs) (laughs) because I still had no car as of then. Um... But yeah, there was some it, money involved and development money, da-da-da. It changed the dynamics for you. Because going back to school, you're not a star. Everybody watched the show. Yeah. I mean, I what happened it. after the show? I you, hated it. Because you had... I didn't have a car. People knew me. I didn't know them. So you probably go to they that... They were stressing me. That Moremi place to take taxi. Yes, I was. I sometimes I don't have money, I'll walk. Ah. <laughs> I know. Because, you know, back in school, we had some stars who were... They were unilaxed, but they were yeah. stars out of the school. But they didn't yeah. have money... Yes, was I was stressful? in that category. I didn't have money. And even the markets, they knew me. I did not know them. So even to buy something, they could just distress me. I almost started to hate it. I started to resent it. I really felt like... Um, I really felt like it was too much too soon because yeah. I was put on the pedestal to be a star. But I didn't exactly have the tools to look and act and actually be the star. I'm walking from place to place. I'm camouflaging, wearing glasses, tying scarves. Nobody can try to identify me while I'm entering bus. You know, it was just 
too much. I mean, new I life, new problems. Yeah. Uh, I didn't like it. I didn't like it. But as usual, trust me, I always give myself pep talks. I went to the mirror as well again. And I said, Yemio, I'm back. Huh. This time around, just remind yourself that in reality, a superstar cannot be created in just three, four months. So I had to just keep reminding myself of that, that now I'm going to deal with my own reality of becoming a true authentic superstar. And that would also mean disguising or just doing what you have to do. Yeah, and trying very hard not to resent it. Hmm. It's a lot. I need one of those Yemi's Yemi's pep talks because I feel like my life is, I'm going through it right now Mm -hmm. and I'm just like, if I, if I did one of those Yemi's pep talk every single day, I think I would be in a better place because it's a very powerful place to be able to speak to yourself. You must. And remind yourself what's important. Yes. What what happened after that pep talk? So you got into the music proper now. Yes. And then, um, I got into the music proper now. I, I, (laughs) I met people, um, so I, in my hostel, I'm the songbird, um, mm. and I would leave my door open. I'm singing morning, afternoon, night, you know. And there was a girl down the hall who walked. Look, to be sincere, that my singing always brought visitors to my door, both good and bad mm-hmm. requests. <laughs> <laughs> but in terms of good requests, there's a there's a there's a fellow hostel mate of mine who lives down the hall because the hostel is like an apartment. Even some people that work. Or in that yeah. apartment. So she she came down to my room. My door was open, obviously, mm-hmm. while I was singing. And she told me, Yemi, I have a friend who I think you should meet. And I believe he would help you. I think you need help to make this Some. talent into a career where you can make money and take care of yourself. And... She gave me the number and I did not call because I'm afraid. I'm a, I'm a fear. So wait, before you continue, so that's, I'm not crazy after because, you know, people think that stars are just made. Like you just become so confident and everything. Hearing you talk, I'm just like, nobody actually just starts out confident, right? Of course. Because you now... Unless you're a narcissist and or you, something. Yeah. You now and the person you're explaining, I'm just like, I know it's not making. Yeah. I'm still very shy, very. Yeah. I don't. Um. But I do know when to stand my ground. That is what I have learned. The need to stand your ground, or else you will stand for nothing. Mm. Um. But for for all those days and all the times that I needed to just show up, I tried my best to show up for myself. I tried. So you don't call this guy. What happened? I after? did not call him. Oh. Weeks passed. I still did not call him. Nobody told me. I carry phone now. Before I called him, I gave myself my usual pep talk again. Yeah, it's time. Yo, Yemi. Hunger will give you, yeah. You have to call somebody, yo, and start, and just like, <clears throat> I just asked myself, I keep saying, what if the person doesn't answer me? What if? So what if the person actually answers. is the connect that I need? What if this person answers? What if this is the door I need to open to walk into my mansion. What if? Just one call. Just one call. Just one call. Yes, it's uncomfortable. Just do it. And so I pick up the call. 
introduce myself, I'm sure my voice was shaking. <sighs> I pick up my phone, I called him, and he just sounded very small, very uninterested. Mm. He was like, okay, you can come. Oh, da, 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 da. Whatever, whatever. Very interested. I'm busy right now. Coming later. I called him again. He said, okay. He asked me a question. He said, are you fine? Ah! The audacity! Please, who is this person? Human being. <laughs> <laughs> he asked me, yes, that's true. He asked me, are you fine? I've never been asked that in my whole entire life, even till date. The bluntness, the directness, I don't know whether to be repulsed by it or yeah. to be even a little intrigued to meet this person that mm. would ask. Because he asked me my age already. Yeah. And then after that, you know, I'm a kid. Next thing he asked me is, Are you fine? Mm. But I will tell you something when you are in the industry or trying to become someone, make something of yourself, you will meet some brutes out there, you meet some direct people. And he was in his right to ask that question because for the position that he eventually filled in my life, he believed that I needed that he that I needed to be uh I needed to tick some 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 boxes. So it's one thing for you to not think you're fine. It's another thing for you to not be fine but think you're fine. You know, like you also need to know who you are. Are you fine? Of course I'm fine. I didn't say, of course, I'm fine. I would say that now if yeah, that was yeah. a useful question in my life yes, right now. Like sometimes yes. some people walk up to me and they're not sure. They say, um, are you Yemi Aladi? I would say no. Because <laughs> at that point in time, if I say yes, what will happen? Mm. How's my life going to get better now? We're going to just complicate our lives. So mm. let me save you the stress and I will say no. I'm her distant relative. <laughs> yes. Thank you very much. So at that point in time, when he asked me if I'm fine, I stammered and I definitely said, uh, because that's I'm, a very awkward I'm, question, I'm, actually. Because even I'm, if you ask me, I don't even know what to say. I, the way I'm talking now is like, I can't remember what I told him. Mm. I'm not sure I said yes or no, but I'm not sure I sounded comfortable either. Yeah. But I said something so he could move on to another question. Yeah. But then he scheduled a time for us to meet. We met, we spoke, and I introduced him to the big talent show organizers. And I insisted that my development funds were worked through him. This is a complete stranger. Why did you have so much faith in him? Because he had a good track record, mm. one. Second of all, I didn't have a better choice. Um, third of all, the people that they were going to throw me at, my spirit didn't want them. So it was though, at some point I told them, do you know what? I know I'm the winner, but forget about it. Just give it to your first run out. For someone who's shy, I said out my own mouth and I don't understand what made me so ballsy, so to say. I said that and it's important sometimes for you to say no. Stand your ground. Yeah. Stand your ground. And I'm even learning even till date that I have a very strong intuition and I need to listen to that intuition more. There are many times I am packing up for shoots and my mind will say, Yemi, take those black boots. Take that white t-shirt. Mm. It's okay to be over-prepared than under-prepared. Yeah. And I will not listen. Lo and behold. You will need them. Disaster. <laughs> disaster. Regret. Nothing mm. but regret. Mm. And uh, I, I think uh, that pretty much wraps how I started officially. A stranger walked up to me, linked me up with another stranger, and... That led me to a lot of free shows, but a lot of experience. 
so 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 post so this is after you lag you're not focusing your career fully right um <clears throat> you released genge i loved the first single was Genge, right? Yes, that's my first proper. Oh, Genge was so good. Like, yeah. when I, I remember the first day Genge came up after, because I'd watched the show, mm-hmm. and I was like, ah, who's, they made don't drop new. I was really small. I was probably in junior secondary school Aww. when it came out, and I knew the song lyric for lyric, like tune for tune. Oh my God, people are walking up to me now and saying, Auntie Emmy. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm but... like, it's finally happening. <laughs> How do you feel about that? Oh, when I was at the Trace Awards in Rwanda, <laughs> more than 15 young ladies walked up to me, some shaking in their boots saying, Auntie I was Amy, just a kid when I listened to your song, Auntie Emmy. Oh my God, it's because of you I'm where I am today and now I'm winning awards in this and that and that. I'm the number one in my country. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about different islands, different yeah. East African, South African, Zimbabwean, mm-hmm. uh, Guadeloupe islands and stuff. Different ladies. Some can't even speak good English. Yeah. And they're here telling me that they've crafted their entire career after, after me. You. And I did follow up and watch their stuff and I could see that, yes, they were not lying. But my point is that they're calling me auntie now. I'm auntie. It's your trajectory. You can be referred to as auntie, please. I would take it. No problem. I am auntie. No (laughs) wala. But to my face, back to back, I'm auntie now. Mm. But yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. How, why why Genge? Why was Genge the first song? Because I really like that song. And you know, you have a Beyonce moment in there where you, you did time. the... Yeah. Big time. Oh, you remember? Like yeah, good Gen- memory. I know that song. Good memory. I knew the bar scene. Wow. I know wow. that song. Yeah. Wow. Why Genge? Well, at that time, I was just... I think that was the first song I recorded that was truly my sound. It's a mix of local R&B and yeah. pop. And it was OJB that... Uh, made that beat for me Gengen because I'm animated in my head I'm very animated you are and sometimes it plays out into my music and if I even mentioned Ben 10 in the song as well because yeah, I love cartoons but you know I like you I place no one above you I know I'm crazy for you Ah, yeah, me, you sang You need to do a remix for that song Yo You need to bring it back Yo You need to bring it back Maybe the Yama piano version The Mama piano version of that song Maybe Interesting That's a classic It is, it sure is Definitely is the first step I took musically to having my sound. Yes. And it, it, on first listen, we knew it was something big. It was a hit, yeah. Mm. But um, post-Genge, because you know what? It's one thing for you as an artist to say, you know, I dropped f- my first song. But the flowers don't come almost immediately. You have to keep working. Of you have course. to... What happened next after Genge? It was a big song on TV. Was, was The money started coming in almost immediately <laughs> or... Even before Gengen, there was Femi Sile, the one featuring LD. And in terms of the, the money start coming in, the people, the this, the, the applause start coming in after that song. The song was so big that everyone thought it was Goldie's song, her soul rest in peace. So it was like a hit and miss. People knew the song. When they watch the video, they see one girl with lashes and short hair <laughs> acting like she's semi-possessed. That's what they said in some comments. Wow. <laughs> like, I'm like, ah, ah. I'm like, stop fixing lashes like that from that day. <laughs> God, hear me, please. <laughs> I was traumatic. That was my first experience with um, online trolls. Yeah. 
Ah, I say now, wow, see me putting all my energy and passion and they call me semi possessed of banje. Now, wow, yabby my lashes and all that. Ooh. Oh, I remember from But then, yes, that song made it big, but people thought it was um, uh, Goldie's own yeah. uh, Hustle Rest in Peace. But then the next song was Gengen, which was truly my sound. Yeah. Fimisele was written majorly by LD Dodon. Right. You know, and it was such a big deal for me because I mean this is someone that knows the formula. Yes. You know, yeah. I feel like um Alamide is the LD of that time. Yeah. He's able to write, he can do so much in the studio and understands the business as well. And I was so grateful because this stranger that introduced me to another stranger is the one that led me. Mm. to LD the Don and my mm. life started to literally take shape did the money come in after that no Jose <laughs> did the money even start coming in at Johnny I'll tell you stop I'll tell you Johnny is one of the most streamed songs to ever come out of Nigeria yeah first of all let's also talk about Johnny okay let's leave Genge <laughs> Genge you did your time mm-hmm. but you see Johnny Mm-hmm. Johnny, I feel like Johnny was the point where you know you realize that I am now a star. Yes. Do you know how big Johnny was? I felt it. But felt but it. but I'm sure that you never thought. I never thought it was a song that leaked. Now did not even release it officially. Ah, uh, it leaked. If you find the picture, there's a picture of me. The profile picture is me with some blonde blonde way and weave holding one white little puppy. What do you mean it leaked? It leaked online. It was never officially released. Yes, it probably would never have been released. God found a way to move people and things around. And song... inspired Johnny. Tell me the story of Johnny. That's a big story. Johnny itself, I was so I'd released a song called Birthday Song. Mm-hmm. And I was on tour in Nigeria, going from state to state. I mean, not sponsored, by the way. Sometimes we'll do some gigs in some shanty places. We'll use the money as transport fare to go to the next date. Wow. And our last stop was going to be Enugu. Enugu is a city that changed my life. Um, when I went for an interview there, it was Freestyle that was there, if you know Freestyle, the rapper. Mm-hmm. He was the one um, hosting the interview. And then I just randomly asked him if he knew any studios I could use. And so that is how he. he Called a friend. I called a friend, and I worked to Celebobo there. Celebobo. Yes. And then mm-hmm. when we did that, um, when we did the song Journey overnight from one, from evening into the night, we felt it was a good song. We parted our ways. By the time we got to Lagos, we got to Lagos that day. The song leaked. Uh-uh. That day, the song leaked. That Where? Day. Where did it leak? Online. It just leaked online. And what do you mean leaked? Um, if it leaked, somebody, somebody put it someone there. Someone put it out. That is not on our team. Who it is, we still don't know. We still don't know. Yeah. So were you? So, but because you didn't I know how big... I was pissed because I just released a new song. I was yeah. doing heavy promo. We're taking cakes from place to place because it was birthday song. And, and you were then, thinking that this was your song, your big song. Then this yeah, one... Is- I was mad, livid. I slept off. That's the one thing I can quench madness sleep. I slept off and by the end of that day, we were already getting calls. There was a buzz online. It was 
it was different. Something was shifting in the atmosphere. And the buzz actually started from the east. It went through Enugu, like I said, into Calabar, all those other places. Later, when it started going into Ibadan, before it hit Lagos. And when it hit Lagos, the fireworks started to go off. It started to spread massively. And eventually, we started getting calls from outside Nigeria. And without even, um, what's the word? I had done a cover of someone's song um, before, you know, Swedish Mafia. Mm. I'd done a cover. Mm. Uh, that is the Yoruba version I, I changed it to. But we did, I did a cover. And people, radio stations were playing the cover more than they were playing my songs. Mm. So I said, why don't I just go on tour, media tour, and talk to... And just meet these personalities and attach a face to the song, whatever the song is. Yeah. And that's how we went on tour. So see me with my own plan and see God's plan. Mm, God is so good. Yeah. So so after so after Johnny, you went you probably went on tour. Everybody was talking about Johnny. So are you saying Johnny did not make the money that you thought it would make? It's one thing to be a musician. It's, some, it's another thing to be a female musician. Right. Right. They didn't tell me I had to discover that. Um, even when I, when Johnny was out and I was even being hosted at some clubs with other male artists that don't have uh, uh, a song even half as Good. big when we get to the club, the boys section will be... F- They'll be the hospitality on their side would be massive, yeah. and mine would just be lacking and just empty, waiting for nothing. I think that was also one of the reasons why I finally ended going to the club. Yeah, because I was like, "What is this?" Yeah. First of all, y'all don't respect the, yeah the presence in, th- yeah. that you that you claim you want to have, and I, ju- I just had I just suddenly had a Detest for the environment. Mm-hmm. I and so when what I just did that day, I just bought my own drinks. I Me, mean, I just paid for. I just bought drinks. As I brought it, I just walked out. I was just, I was just done with it, yeah. you know. Um, but why I say that is because as much as even people knew that the song was groundbreaking, they still did not want to give me my crown, my flowers, or my paycheck. Um, they were still portraying on, oh, she has to prove herself. Oh, how do we know that after this song? What's next? What will she even perform after performing this song? You know, stupid dumb questions. I mean, at this point in time, you're just supposed to enjoy the record and, let the and pay shine. for the service, you know? But that wasn't happening. And so there was this particular show that we did and my manager was tired of it all. It was the end of year of maybe... 2014 mm-hmm. or 13, I can't remember. At the end of the show, he, my manager had asked for the money and he could see that the guy was trying to play us again. I'd received so many bounce checks, yeah. checks that were void. Yes. Ah. Uh, yes. After going to even Benin Republic, different places, I'd received so many. You know, people just having the fun. This particular day was no more Mr. Nice Guy. People had gotten too comfortable with the free shows. I saw my manager, Jack, this guy, 
the way he jacked him and in public, not we're doing it in private. The way he jacked this guy, this guy knew that at that point, and it was okay. It was Christmas period. We're broke. I said, give us money for Christmas. We showed up. Yes, now nah. we showed up. We did the thing excellently well. I mean, I headlined your show. Why are you playing hanky panky? Because mm-hmm. you rather pay the boys and not pay me, mm-hmm. just because you want me to prove myself. In what ways, sir? Please be honest. What ways you want me to prove myself? What do you mean, prove yourself? You have the big song as as big as Johnny. They still. What are they proving? Go and have conversations with some people. You will see that even when a female has one song, they still need her to prove herself. Yes, but for a male, ah, mm. mad song. It's okay. It's all good. The next one, they will show I'm love on top again. I don't know why. It's why why like is that? that? Because if, you know, I've heard that before, and some yeah. female artists have complained. You know, some people even say it's, it's harder to manage the female artists. Of course, it's harder. I mean, we are the tea. Yeah. It's a lot. There's a lot that goes into making this soup sweet. I know. It's not going to be easy. Nothing good is going to be easy. Of course, it has to be harder. Duh. You're lazy, say you're lazy. (laughs) (laughs) So, but this meant that you had to work more than even the boys. Always. To prove yourself. Always. In every every industry. So, the decision to do more was after Johnny and seeing that, you know, it seems as if I have to keep working until I break this pattern. I've always known that I must keep working. But... Breaking through your financial, your finances, mm-hmm. having that it's one thing to break through with um, a business idea. Another thing to turn that business idea into money. They turn it into money didn't want to happen. So when Mister T grabbed this guy like this and shoved him to the wall, I said, "If you don't give us, if you don't give us what you owe right here and right now." It would be terrible for you because we headlined. Why would you now not want to pay? Why? And it was a full show. It was filled, sold out tickets. People were still hanging out outside the gate. What are you playing at? Because we are polite. We are calm. Mm-hmm. We are trusting. Um, we we are not problematic. Yeah. And so now you think you can you take can... us for a ride? Yeah. Oh, that ride wouldn't have ended well that night. I was very pretty. Instead of shock, say, who did I invite to the show? Yo, the no, the switch thing. was, and I tell you, Timmy-san, the minute the balance left this man's hand and came to ours, you see that touch? It was like destiny's just changed. The tap never went dry. Oh, but shut up. It's like we just tapped into, sometimes some doors will not open. Until you will you either break them. it down or create your own. Speaking of breaking down, Yemi, yes. you have broken down doors. I continue like, to break and erect. Yeah, like, you know, it's how you've broken the African, like the global space, right? It's, is I mean, post journey, I know that I started doing like international collaborations and things, but it's, you're more, I will not refer to you as just a Nigerian artist. You're an artist from Africa because mm. you have such a wide appeal. Mm. How were you able to move from the girl who wasn't getting paid to the artist that now is such a global icon that she's needed to push, she needed to perform everywhere across Africa and even outside of Africa. I believe I just kept doing my own beat, which is putting out music. That's what I am, a musician. Yeah. And then I also have a great team that continuously sees my value and continues to demand it. Yeah. As well as um, God is just the number one factor in everything and anything that we do. Mm-hmm. You know, constantly making a miracle of my life. And I'm here for it. That's so amazing. But I, I want to ask, and this is, please be honest about um, 
this question, man. There's so much competition, so much rivalry, um, especially because, you know, the females in the industry are already a minority. So there's mm. always people pitching you guys against each other. And there's almost like pressure to deliver. Mm. But I feel like you have a superpower of staying on your own fucking lane. Yes, sir. It's like every time you're missing the news and everything, she doesn't engage. The next time there's a new song, I did hear the sound of the tambourine. And then say, hear me? You can't hear the other sound of the trolls. Hear me? Don't hear the sound of the trolls. No. tambourine. I anoint my ear, please. It's so, and I think I was saying to Ugago, so I'm like, because is my new manager right now. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, lovely. You know, after Paris, I came to meet... Because it was in Paris. No, it wasn't Paris yeah, on that it trip. It was the next... It was in London. So, when I went to him, I'm like, this girl... You know when this, the Bible says a wall of fire? Yes, sir. Like, it feels like nothing can penetrate you. Like, I don't know what is in your core if you don't read social media, if you don't... You just look like you're so grounded, so focused. You know how... My people will say, you focus like deaf. Deaf mm, people cannot hear mm, the sounds mm, outside. Undistracted, so you're undisturbed, like, yeah. Because after every conversation, there's a new hit. Yes, sir. How are you able to keep that, Yemi? I mean, that's why my one of my albums is called Woman of Steel. I realize that mm. you don't have to wait for people to protect you, be there for you. I also told myself, if you can take the applause, you can take the booze as well. And if you don't want that responsibility, you might as well just numb yourself to every one of them. And that's what I've done. I don't care. Because the applause and the booze are just people's opinions. Really, if I do something and you clap, it means you believe that what I've done is good. Mm-hmm. That is your opinion. Mm-hmm. Whereas someone else might be here and be like, mm, that was, like how that one was asking you if they paid this one yeah. to come and dance. Mm. Now opinion. So I just realized that these opinions can be like bullets. You have to be careful because they, they could pierce you, break My you, sister. and you might never mend yourself back My again. Sister. So why don't we laugh about it? Why don't we unsee them? Why don't we just take and dump? And there's one this thing I... It's easy. I mean, like you're saying it's as if it's... The, look, the, the more we, we research some quotes for ourselves, the better for us so that we can... That's why the Bible is good because sometimes in the Bible, when you learn some quotes there, when you're in situations, you can recite it to yourself. Mm-hmm. I saw something online and I've held that for a long time. The people who... Who... Uh, who... who who you want to be like or who inspire you when they see you moving in that direction most times, they will encourage you. It's people that are doing nothing and just looking that will be forming critics Hmm. because there's nothing else to do. I would only take advice from someone who is wearing the exact shoe size that I'm wearing. I will not go to a doctor and ask about the interior decor of my house, the architectural design, if I think that it's time to start civil engineering or plastering Mm. on my house. I will not do that because the doctor's business is the human anatomy. It has nothing to do with architectural designs. Mm. Go and meet Carpenter and ask, tell him I have a headache, what should I use? You say use hammer now. Use hammer. Now you go break your head by yourself. So that is why I have just realized I must words, I must choose who I lend my ear to. And if going through my comments, you know, going through your comments is also like listening to people. Let me give you. Mm-hmm. This morning, mm-hmm. I, I'm on, I was in the blogs. Mm-hmm. 
So Ogago sends, sends it to me. Mm-hmm. I just sit down and they read the comments. They read the comments. <clears throat> so I told Ogago, see what they're saying about me. He said, they read comments. <laughs> I said, they read now. I know what I said. I myself blood just ah! it. <laughs> No. He means, I'm so used to reading that. I can have a whole bad day. Like, no. I can go through a day. So he was like, nobody reads comments. You're not supposed to read comments. I'm like, you know, I, I just If you see know. one bad one, leave that place. Oh. Just leave the page. Yeah, me, there's so many bad ones. Hey, we want to know. That's why now. You need to stop wanting to know. Because it actually filters into your, yes. your subconscious. You keep checking because you want to know. What happens if you don't want to know? Then they don't count anymore. Do you want to know? How did you get this resolved? Because you need to continuously have that pep talk with yourself, honey. Talk to yourself. That's a, that's the same way people tough. are trying to talk to you. Talk to yourself. Just... That's why God gave birth to one of you. You came to this world alone. You should be able to take care of yourself. Mm. Not, not everybody. As in, if you, I feel like if I lend my ear to you, it's almost like a complete favor. I mean, it means that I believe that you are worth my time. And you have some power. Okay. Yes, but if I give you my time, and what you want to do is spew some toxic squid ink, mm. brah. Get out of here. I don't, I don't deal. I'm very conscious of uh, my company and what I let in because sometimes when you when you have a friend, sometimes you block, block, block. You're not gonna find family members. Yes, <laughs> and still yes. send those daggers to you yes. to family member immediately. Correct, dismiss, and disengage. That's powerful. Immediately disarm because the Bible already says that arrows are flying both day and night. Baleko shata. It's day and night. And these arrows are in words. Mm-hmm. And people and, and family. People. You just say, I'm coming. I am coming. I am coming. Exits. Exits. But you mean, if not, you exist, I'm just like this. I don't <laughs> ah, no. I don't no. No, 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 <laughs> no. No, because you don't, because, you know, I only recently started, you when the Bible say guard your heart, right? Yes. It's beginning to make sense as I get older because yes. sometimes, you know, this, these are people that you already love anyway. Yeah. These are friends who you love yeah. and these are people who you, you know, they're family, but, I only recently realized that, you know, the moment I started removing myself from certain circles, yeah. I'm better, I'm whole. Yes. You know, and Kanye said something, like, if you hang around people who act like you're not who you are, you literally forget who you are. Don't you know that God has angels telling him you are God, you reign forever? Why does God need reminder? Why does God need reminder? Why don't you need a reminder? My sister, the reminder will get the evil people with it. They want remind. They can never give you your flowers. Not be reminders. Now rewind us. They, they, they want to oh, take you yeah, back. Me, yeah, me, you're pretty, you know. <laughs> yeah, me, they are so wicked. <laughs> what? They are wicked on the wicked. streets. But when you go to their DP and see <laughs> where they are in life, you yeah. understand. You cannot give what you don't have. You must not be choosing because people cannot give what they don't have. You need to choose people that have what you need. Or else, what are you choosing? You are the one that is putting yourself in these situations. My friends and people that I know, I have the category of conversations I have with them. There's some I dare not discuss business with because they're on another page. They don't even know how to critique my business. They don't even know how to talk about my business. They come with daggers. What are they doing in their life? But I love them so much. So why don't we just talk about the things that their brain can actually carry because if you sit around that for long eh, uh-uh. you will believe what you, you believe will believe in. you are going to carpenter again to go and ask for panado 
we give you um, hammer on your head. No man. Do you know how? Do you know how many people that I not? I I won't say cut off. So I don't sound very dismissive and. But some people that I, I just realized, and it's a close friends and yeah. even family members yeah. just realize that you know every time that I speak to them, I'm drained. Mm. You know that thing where you love them so much, but yes. they drain you of the energy that you need to move forward. Do they love you? Do you feel loved? You love them so much that is valid. Do you feel loved? If you don't feel loved, then it's time to moderate it so that you don't you don't love someone painfully. Yeah, painstaking love. And one of the most powerful oh. things you said to me in Paris was. You know, I'd I'd come to you at the and this this brings us another question, right? Yeah. I'd come to you backstage, right? And I'm like, Yemi, because first of all, Yemi sold that show. First of all, mm-hmm. I was already calculating how much she was gonna make because it's in euros and it was a lot of white people. So I knew they were gonna, gonna pay. I'm just like, <laughs> white people pay for shit. So you, Nigerians, let me say, don't come Nigeria, Nigeria was gonna say, I mean, you get your meat tickets. I mean, ten percent. <laughs> This is your last show when I do for a quote. I said, Gwagu, I'm not going to hear me. This is the fight for me. I said, Oh my God. I love you, Bayo. I just went to this hard. Economy, economy. So, you know, I'd come to the show and and, and where, where Tai even got me allowed me to see the hall. That's lovely. And I'm not trying to toot your horn because you're here, right? Once you came out, I looked around me. If you see the way you body shout, hmm. I say, Oh, you bo? For Yemi. <laughs> Yemi, I know that you are big outside of Nigeria. Oh. I don't I don't hear about your exploits. But for the first time I experienced it, not even in Africa, in Europe, not even in London, in Paris, in the French speaking space, right? And I I also feel like the energy that you used to perform abroad is different from here. You can disagree with this. No. It's just it's the oxygen that we are breathing. It's you different. Know, if you see Yemi abroad. <laughs> You know I mean like you felt like you, do, you did that choreography a million times because huh. everything was in sync. People were in awe. Was there some French speaking people from like it was just a huge melting Cocktail pot of, of different cultures yeah. there to celebrate you, yes. and you performed. And you know, even songs that I didn't know, there was so yes. much artistry to the performance that I'm like, oh wow, I get her now. I did I new get songs her as now. well. Yes. I get yeah. her now. So when I came backstage and I'm just like, you know, your case is like. You know when they say the prophet is not celebrated in his hometown. Mm. I'm like, how come they're celebrating you like this? And 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 back in Nigeria, it's not like you're not celebrated. It's just like they don't know what they have. Well, it's I'll say something. I mean, people people just keep saying, oh, uh, uh, she's not celebrated. And there's the the narrative is a, is an online Lagos narrative. It's the online Lagos narrative. May we go road now. Oh. Or may we go another state. Lagos is not Nigeria. You know, end of the day. You cannot say that uh, that 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 the online, you know how online can be full of favoritism. Yes. That that the online underplays someone's value or and picks favorites yes. doesn't really estimate the value. I mean, gold is gold any day. End of the day. So in real life, there's real love. There is real love from the from the people who truly love. But then you know how empty vessels are the loudest? Yeah. Because they don't have anything for you, they'll make too much noise. Yeah. So you, you know, you told me that, you know, when I asked you the question, you're like, go where the love is. Always. And that's the most powerful thing that I've ever heard from you. Always. Choose where the love is. If you love someone and you know that anytime you go there, they drain you, that is not love. Go the other way. 
Let them find you. And if they're still draining, it's time to end it or just keep it at bay. Go silent. Silent mood. Silent mood. So tell me about, where's the love for you? In general. Mm. I, I feel it and I just go with it where the love is, you know, in in life. Is that what you mean? Like, when you say go where the love is, where does Yemi go for her love? From fans to family? Like When it comes to family, I mean... When everybody's head is correct, I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> when the head is not correct, I'm out. Are there family members that you would not just chill with because not because you don't love them, but it's like I beg. Yeah, there's some distant family members that I will not I will not chill with because it'll just be too awkward for me. Um I, I like to be around family and feel like it's family. Yes. I, I cannot be around family and be feeling like I'm a guest or like I'm about to perform on stage, mm. or and I start getting uh, some, um, uh, what do you call it, uh, regular interview questions. Like I'm on, I am on, on radio TV. for interview. <laughs> I don't, I don't like that thing. I want to feel at home. Yeah, at home. Emphasis on at home. Not when you see me. Remember, I have business idea. You want to be a biri in your house. Exactly. Not when I see me. You be thinking mm. you have. So I have one business idea. You know, if you just give me like um. And it's exhausting Mbao. because you've heard so many of them. Ah uh, no, bro, we're mm. not doing that. We're not doing that. What of what about friendships? Because I realize that you're not an. You don't have a lot of. I don't know. Yeah, maybe I don't I'm, have a assumed. lot of friends. I have yeah, a you don't have a lot of industry of friends. friends. Yes. So who are your friends? Um, my friends are not industry people. They're in medical fields or in fashion. Mm. Um, and they are like I said, just a fistful. And those are the people that have rocked with me over time. Because to be sincere, being my friend is not easy. It's very difficult. For even being a family member of mine, it's not easy. It's for me. I always try to remind everyone that just remember as a two-edged sword. As it brings good things, you can bring some bad things. Mm-hmm. Guard yourself. Or I say it's not easy because I'm not always in the same place twice. And even if I'm there, I might not be there for long. And sometimes when you need me, I might not be able to. To show up physically because I am away working. Working. Some people don't understand. Some people get frustrated. Some people feel like the love is not being reciprocated. And so when I find the people that can truly understand my line of work and appreciate me for who I am, irrespective, I hold them close and in high esteem. And that's why there are not many. Because not a lot of people understand. Some people want to show off our friendship. I'm yes. not into showing off my... What are we showing off something that... Do you show off your precious things? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. You don't show off your precious things. And it's like all this... Chain where they hang for neck. It looks nice. But I don't think I can hang that uh, big one on my neck. It's like, oh, look at me. The, my value is what's on my neck. Mm. That's how I feel. Right. It's, I feel like it will... It, it weighs me down yeah, to yeah. have that attention that my value is this mm. i hate my value being superficial i feel like the value of humans is on the inside there's so much in there um that's just me i'm not saying i'm not dissing anyone that is wearing two bedroom flat on their neck i'm not i'm not dissing anybody Shout but it's just my prerogative <laughs> no no that's the way they like it now yeah, flashy no, flashy it's, even it's my brother that's not a musician yeah. he's into it he can he likes all those kind of Ah. Bogus. But I, I maybe because I'm I'm very spiritually rooted in the way everything I touch, I wear, eat, I like to feel the nature in yes. it. And mm. when I 
put all those things that say, look at me, this is who I am. I feel like I am telling the world that that is my value and that is not my value. But you're so wise. Where's this wisdom from? It's just my feeling. It's just my intuition. It's just how I feel. I, what, what kind of things do you read? What kind of friends do you have? Are these, like, do you have like professor friends? I read human beings. <laughs> no, but I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm saying this because I've met a couple of people in the industry. Mm. I'm not saying anybody's dull or dumb or, but it just feels like you have strong principles. Yes, I do. That, guide you as a human being. Yeah, you need it in this industry. Is it from reading? Is it from association? Is it from the team that you've built? It's from life. And it's from being true to myself. There are certain things that I I feel define who I am. When I indulge in things that don't go with my spirit, the, the, um, the discomfort is too much. It's not... I don't like it. Anything that I'm going to have to hide to do, I don't do it. I don't like any form of discomfort or last, last, I will block you or whatever. But I like to just be myself anywhere. And that's why I don't borrow money. (laughs) I cannot borrow money. Me, I don't fit so. (laughs) I cannot borrow money and not be running. Let me drink Gary and Kuli Kuli. I'll be fine. It's okay. Last, last, I will do AI and get money. (laughs) Yeah, me, please. Thank you, please. Agbalubo. Oh, <laughs> thank you. Oh, yeah. That video kills me. <laughs> ah. yeah. Like, you have such an amazing personality. I feel like you should let out this personality more on Instagram hmm. and TikTok. Because hmm. also, like, I feel like your fans, you give, you're you are, you are one of the hard work, hardest working artists, hmm. right, from Nigeria. Hmm. You give us music, 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 music. Hmm. How about you just give us some comedies or some or some, or some days? Let's just laugh. Hey. To, How much do people pay for this comedy now? No, but it's also going to endear you. Like, you, know, you want me to take other comedian's job now? No, no other comedian's job. I miss that. I miss the... The young Yemi. This hmm. is my Africa. I'm still young. Uh, 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 <laughs> no, no, but there was a Yemi that sang Genge. I know that's Yemi. That Yemi had a lot of personality. This one has, but it feels like now she's Mama Africa and she has to work. She has to go and do hmm. things. You know. I know. I, I, I think I get the drift of what you're saying. But yeah. like, you know how life is. We must all metamorphose, metamorphose into something mm-hmm. um, more beautiful. Mm. I feel like just like when they ask me what to expect from a new album, new project yeah. of a new um, work of body of work, I always say that well, this is a representat- representation of who I am now. I'm still the same person. I just keep going back into the cocoon, coming out as a beautiful mm-hmm. butterfly. Mm-hmm. You no, know, same old, same old. I know feet be they act like they're 15 year old. I know yeah, be 15. True, uh, true, true, true. That's to follow the trends. Yeah, Mama Africa now. Yes. Just, let's talk about this Mama Africa tag. Yes. Tell me about it. How did it come about? Like, also, like, I feel like it was it intentional. Those decisions to to, to get into Africa, yeah. to to sing songs in French, yeah, to sing songs in Igbo mm-hmm. and Yoruba. Like, were those intentional decisions made by your team to say, you know, what? How do we penetrate different places? Or was it Yemi being a creative? Because mm-hmm. in this Africa, ah, Yemi, you are the shits. I'm telling you, the. Uh... <sighs> we nothing was planned. If if we planned it, then everybody would be able to just achieve it just like that. It wasn't scripted. It just happened, and we followed that motto: going where the love is. Wherever we saw love, we went for it. Um, obviously, in the beginning years, 
when people would reach out, they would not be able to um, sort the bills as much as we would want them to. Mm -hmm. So sometimes in the beginning, we had to sacrifice going home with a smaller paycheck and being able to carry the team and everybody that we needed to showcase the work. The work. And I believe that eventually paid off because the entire world has seen the value that my team and I bring mm -hmm. to the table. But when I did Journey and I did the French version, I was just having fun. At that point in time, as usual, I had nothing to do. Mm -hmm. And I was like, um, what if I did this song in French? And Mr. T was like, oh, okay. Let's just do it. He just said, okay. Uninterested. Just waiting to see the whether I would even follow through. And boom, I followed through. I did it. And the response was massive. Uh, I just, I, I think one of the things that made me do it is because I realized I'm singing in English and in Pidgin and people who don't speak either languages are singing my song word, word for word. word. I wanted to be as close to them as they made me feel when I listened and watched them sing my song. And so I picked French because I felt that I had a, a calling with the language. And that's how it started from French to Swahili to Portuguese and you speak all of these languages I speak French yeah but the Portuguese I have not learned I had someone uh, a Portuguese musician mm -hmm. translate my song for me Swahili I'm still very much learning you know it's the evil woman in you that's because because it's like how do we expand these brands? Let's take it to them in their language. I mean, when you when you go to all these countries yes. where they're speaking all these languages and you you believe that I like languages, I love languages, and I think I got that from my mom. My mom speaks so many mm. um, Nigerian dialects: Tiv, Kalaba, Igbo, ah. Yoruba. She even speaks my dad's dialect. She she speaks Yoruba and speaks Ondo dialect on top. My ear only pick all those kinds. Of Yo, I my mom the pigamo. And so I think I got that from her, being mm. able to love languages and learn them. So let's let's talk about working with Beyonce. Mm. You know, you can some of us will never see Beyonce till we die. Don't be like. You know, some of us will never experience that. Don't be like. But for for a girl who was not confident when she was doing Pick Talent Show to rise to the point where one of the greatest artists in life is about to work with her, and it's not working with her as my own. She called me. She called yes. me. And you just tell me how you felt when you first got the call for Beyonce. And up until the point where you were actually doing the thing, the song comes out and you realize that when, when you think about Yemi Ladi, mm. she has a song with Beyonce. Yo. Big life-changing moment for me. Um, working with Beyonce, meeting her, being in her presence. Because I grew up modeling my craft yeah. in the light that she carried hers. I always bought her DVDs to her tours. I would watch. Ah, this lady is doing more than the usual. Mm -hmm. She she doesn't do average. Yes. There's a bar that she is hitting yeah. and it's not regular. Yes. And I wanted so that. Yes. It's beastful. Very calculated. Very intentional, very on point, and I wanted that for myself. The, the attention to the little details, a lot of people do not consider as important. Um, when her team reached out to mine, this this 
statement made its rounds online that year. But um, when my team got the email from her team, it was my team ignored for a long time because they thought it was a scam email. Yeah. I don't blame them because, because a lot I, of scams like we that. We just yeah. sleep, wake up, say Beyonce, they are ah ah ah. From Nigeria, where we are still Actually, you Beyonce of Africa or Beyonce of where? You know, I never miss email from uh, Beyonce like this. Yo, and then one day I was in the studio with my manager and he was so <coughs> upset and irritated that some scammers have been emailing him about Beyonce. What kind of... Do, 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 do. For some reason, normally I would laugh and say, ah, Nigerians know they try. But then, for some the reason, spirits. I said, what's the name of the, of the company that's reaching out to you? Not mention. No. Um, uh, Parkwood. <gasps> I said, you said who? I said, that is her company. Parkwood is her company. Parkwood is her company. And when we responded, it was actually two weeks before they were going to close up the, the project. They had been emailing for months. They had been trying to reach out for months. Jesus and all this was, I'm telling you. And as at the time that the email got open, I had that the email was finally received and responded to. I had a show in Las Vegas. So it just made sense to just head out from Las Vegas to stop at Los Angeles, which is where the office is. And we got there. We met everyone, met her entire team, not her. And I even had a peep at her Ivy Park collection on release. I said, then we weren't supposed to see, but I saw it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and um, when we saw all of that and saw everybody, the idea was to come back the next day and record for like, two days, you know, see where we, what we feel. I go back to my apartment. So the, the meeting was over. I go back to my apartment. We're briefed and all that. I go back to my apartment. Uh, I sleep off, wake up the next morning. I have no voice, no talking voice, no singing voice, no voice. I can't make a sound. There was a bastard. Not a sound. Why? From what? Like a... Just like that. Just like that. Hey, it can be caused people. by severe dehydration, as they say, mm-hmm. or sore throat, or I was about to fall ill, but my voice took the hit instead. That's what they say. And then the others will say it's village people that are working very hard. They I work would think so it's hard. village people. Yo, I wrapped my neck in a scarf because Angelique Kijo always tells me, Yemi, always protect your neck, your voice. Mm. Keep it warm as much as you can. Don't travel abroad and my line breeze to be Blowing going the, straight the, to the, the, the vocal, the, the vocal cords. Yes. And so, I wrapped my neck up to the next morning. Uh, I stayed in. I drank fluids, vitamin C's, all kind of flu medication. I just kept praying to God. I drank throat teas. I kept praying to God that something would give. Did something give? No. That whole day, I stayed voiceless. I was writing on a piece of paper to communicate. I could not make a sound. It was useless. I never had a sore throat that bad, whatever that was. And the next day, it continued again. That was our last day of being in Los Angeles because we had another place to be. And so that very day, which was the last day of recording, there was still no voice. Nothing was given. I didn't talk. I didn't say anything. Then I just wrote Mr. T and I said, let's go to the studio. Even if it's back, I want to go and back like bingo. Let me go and back. <laughs> Let's just be that I, I did what I did. Yes. <laughs> I gave her backing vocals, literally. 
And so I went to the to the studio with Mr. T and uh, I said I can record. I tried to record. And suddenly I had a voice, but I only had my low register. I couldn't hit any fancy keys. I couldn't yeah. hit any high keys. I couldn't do vibratos. I could not. I had to behave myself, which is why I did a lot of odogu. I beg, make you talk, make I could not do that. I could even do that. Miraculous. It was the grace of God. Yes. But was the song already written for you? You already know no, the song. No, I had to write in all that uh, chaos. I had to do what I needed to do. But what I told myself is that I would do everything possible here so that at least I will know yeah. that I tried. Mm. That is all I want to leave here, knowing I did. That I did not just feel um, handicapped hmm. by my situation and just give up. I, and so I, I'm so happy I did that because I think I was the only artist that got featured twice on that album, on The Lion King. And then she eventually invited us to the premiere of the movie yeah, in London where I met her in person, mm-hmm. met Jay-Z as well. Mm-hmm. It was a surreal moment to speak to them, to be in their presence. I mean, it was like a 360, 360 moment. Mm. It was like growing up and watching these people, to being invited by them, being their presence, still see them doing what they've been doing for so long. I mean, that is a relay that they are running. They're not running a sprint. And I'm super, 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 super inspired by that. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. I jealous you. I envy you. I know. I, I know really you am. cannot touch me. I touch Beyonce. <laughs> ah, I touch Beyonce. I will touch some Beyonce from you. It's amazing. <laughs> Let's talk about your new EP because you've always given us body of like amazing body of work. Um, you're one of the most hardworking talents out there because back to back there's new music from Yemi. When others are sleeping, she's working. When others are praying, she's working. Like, but you, you have new sound, Mama Piano. Why Mama Piano? Mama Piano is a thing now, but. Mm-hmm. I, why Mama Piano and like what should we expect going forward from Yemi I mean because if you're you can sing anything literally yes you can do R&B you can do yes. pop you can do yes but now you're you're giving us Ama Piano that's a new genre for you yes are you excited about this new new EP what should we the expect the beautiful thing about my EP Mama Piano is that it isn't exactly the first time I'm playing with I'm a piano. Yeah. Um, I have about two or three tracks I've just randomly put out there because mm. I've always loved the the yeah, essay vibe, yeah. the dance, the music. It. Oof, everything about it's beautiful. And so this Mama Piano EP is also an ode to the people of South Africa, the creators of Ama Piano, because they are the originals, no matter yes. what. Yes. The yes. cap, the crown is there. Yes, but Mama Piano, because nobody's gonna make Ama Piano like I do. And so we cased it into that. And I thought, I want my people to dance. As this year is coming to an end. However, mm. it is, let them dance. Una go chop. And that's what we did. Surprise EP. Surprise. Mama Piano. And it has beautiful songs on there produced by amazing um producers from Nigeria mm-hmm. as well. I love it for you, Yemi. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yemi, like if I if I sit with you, I, I feel like you're so interesting to have a conversation with you. are very animated. Like I will literally talk to you till Jesus will come, but <laughs> you're a working artist, you have no time for that. But I also I just want to talk about like 
what gets you going. Because you know me, I'm a Jesus boy. This is a podcast where we always, this is my ministry, this evangelism on my own path. But I know that you're a Jesus girl in some way, but you don't exactly project as much. But mm. how much do you need God to be this person? To be? To be Yemi Aladi. Oh. How much God has to, how much relationship do you have to have? Or what's God, the relationship God over like? everything, man. Yeah. I mean, first of all, just to be a person, I tell people when I have this conversation that you going to bed and waking up every morning is a miracle. Some people don't wake up the next morning. Some people wake up and their life has changed because health issues have besieged them overnight. And so when I wake up every morning and the only thing I'm worrying about is probably um, when the director is going to show up on set. Schedule. <laughs> or when I'm going to go and learn my dance choreography. Mm-hmm. My problems are not that big and I have everything to be thankful for because the God that I serve is the God that takes an egg to break break walnuts. I mean, Hmm. to break walnuts, he would take egg to break it, not the other way around. The God that uses basket to fetch water Ah, ah, and put ah, inside buckets. ah, ah. I love it. You know what I mean? So yeah, the God of impossible. My entire life is... It's a journey of miracle upon miracle. I'll be nowhere without those miracles. I, mean, I owe it all to God. Yeah. What's the most important thing for you in terms of success? In terms of success, the most yeah. important thing for me? What's the most important lesson in being like Yemen and being this successful? What does success really mean? Is it the money? Is it the affluence? Is it the acclaim? What does it really mean to you? I think the, the, the most important thing... That's a very big question. So many corners to it. But I would say, as far as success is concerned, on the over on the general in the general scale of things, mm-hmm. I would say that um, when I when strangers walk up to me and tell me that my music gives them strength, when they walk up to me and tell me that. When they listen to my music, they're able to they were they've been able to get yeah, through, through certain mm-hmm. rough patches. Mm-hmm. There was a certain fan whose father was a big fan of mine, and she messaged my team that before her dad passed away, they had to curate all my songs in the playlist, and that's all he listened till he passed on. Wow! Like when you meet people that say they've been they've been let down in life for so long and every time they listen to my music it's instant joy, it's instant happy. I feel successful there and then because because of that. I mean, that is enough evidence. Yeah. I cannot say this is what I did. Yeah. But because of me, People, the greater good lives, is happening. Yeah. Something bigger than me is happening through me as a vessel. I feel like I'm serving my yeah, purpose. It's like good work. Yes. In terms of personally, mm. um, I would say as long as my family is happy, I'm happy. Mm. And that is personal success for mm. me. And at the end of the day, that's just what it is. Amazing. Still speaking about success and you yes. know, every time, you know, before you came here, I'm just like, I wanted to calculate how much, how much is Jamie makes when she's, when she's out of the country and they're paying her in dollars and everything. Have you ever got to a point where you just sat down and you realize that, you know, Amy, with all this work that you've done, 
you can retire now and have a beautiful hey. life with all the Demisa, millions of dollars and mind your business. Even if you disagree that you don't Demisa, have all of that mind money, mind your business. <laughs> Demisa, you you sit down on this on this Demisa, cream chair see, and see, be calculating see, how many dollars Demisa, and pounds Demisa, and whatever. Forget social media. Eh? Eh? Forget hype. Eh? You, you get money. Uh, yes. Every time I see you do those global African one thing, I'm like this big. I, there's a picture that you that you posted, right? It was like a selfie. And there was the whole audience behind you had just mm. performed. Mm. Yeah, I mean, as great as that picture was, all I could think was the back. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Ah. You're an Igbo man. Ah. You're an Igbo man. Listen. So, yeah, me, it's numbers for me. Numbers you are for great me too, talents, I like numbers. But every time I look at it, I'm like, this girl, he didn't even care about the Nigeria. I mean, every- as well as I go where the love is, I must also go where they're able to foot the bill. Yeah, but there's so much there's so much body of work, first of all. If like mm. if you didn't sing for the next twenty years, mm. the songs will make money. The listen, like there's so much, so much, it's so true. much so. That's very true. If, do you ever think that you know I can retire now? I could. I've 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 many times wanted to retire. Mm. But it doesn't last twenty four hours. <laughs> <laughs> I swear. Yeah, it doesn't last twenty four hours. But in terms of uh, when I want to wake up one day and just decide to retire? I don't know. You're too young to retire. Of mean? course. What would I do with my time? I know. I'll probably lose my mind. Mm. But I first need to get a house in the countryside. You don't already have a house in the countryside? Not in the no, countryside. Yeah, I mean, you probably have three, four houses. But, not in the countryside. But we just not know. I still need the countryside. Yeah? So I can have a lot of farm animals. Yes. Oh, that's, that's wealth. That's yes. success. I like that. I want to wake up and hear I like that for you. You know, when rich people and birds have, chirping. When rich people have made money to the point where they don't want to hear cows. <laughs> you know how much money you must have made to just want to wake up and Yo, hear cows. I won't touch them. I just want to be hearing them. But yeah, me. Small people are just trying to survive and get through lucky like, VI. You, you want me? to be hearing ping ping wink wink your no, father wink 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 your I, mama. I see no. for my level. I don't want to hear. I just that. want to parents. For you, you just want to be on on a ride somewhere. Maybe yes. in Texas, and she has a house. Not Texas, definitely not Texas. Oh well, Cape Town is nice. Cape Town is really cool. Maybe Kenya. Kenya is so earthy. Yes, such an African queen. Yes. So if it's Kenya, yes, or you could do UK. You like the UK though. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know one tea that I'm not gonna drop, but okay. You better keep your tea yeah, in me. your mouth. <laughs> Keep yeah, your tea yeah, in your mouth. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, you're so guard. You're so <laughs> you're so coded that even me, I fear to go on earth some things. But I, I I'm I'm glad I that you actually that. came on and you spoke and you know you were able to share. Before I finally let you go, right? If you were if your life was a book, what chapter would this year me be in? Now? Mm. That's a big question. I love it. Take your time, Yemi. Wow. I don't even have an answer to that. This book is cumbersome. <laughs> it's an encyclopedia. It's, it's like a volume. I've been on stage for maybe, let me see, 20, 20. Wow. 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 That long? Yeah. What did I do in 20, 
2010. Okay, 2010. Oh, that's better. Oof. I've been on stage officially for maybe 12 years, mm-hmm. career-wise. Yeah. I would be, my book would be volume 12. I don't know the title of the book. I just know it's at volume 12. Um, what what is what is, what is in volume volume twelve? The water never runs dry. Ish, Yes, volume twelve. The water give me never context. runs what dry. What do you mean the water never runs dry? Hmm? Give me context. What does that mean? Hmm. I don't want to spill no teas. <laughs> Please, but the no. water never it's runs. Tea. Hey, hey, hey. Have you not finished your tea? Okay, let me let me sip so you can have energy. <laughs> um. Wow, it's a slurp for me. <laughs> um, the water never runs dry because despite unfavorable conditions, despite droughts mm. and overflowing banks, mm. my water will never run dry. Oh, it doesn't matter what, where, how. That's the promise God has for me. I'm here for it. Hallelujah. It's a powerful way to end the show. Guys, it's been amazing talking to global superstar Yemi Aladi. Thank you so much for coming on my show. Thank you, too. Please help me sign out. Um, hi, everyone. So, I've had an amazing chit-chat with T over here. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, I do think that, apart from watching this, you guys can go in his comment section... <laughs> And applaud this man because he is doing an amazing job. Secondly, because he needs to add food to the tea. So tea and food, we take. You get it? If you don't get it, forget about it. Thank Thank you. you.